You are listening to the Magnetic Marketing Marketing Secret Gold Members Only Podcast. Hey everybody, it's Russell Brunson. Welcome back to session number four of our new Funnelology Masterclass, the new art and science of funnel building. Hope you guys have been enjoying all of the sessions so far. So as you know, we started out um, session number one, talking about secret formula and hook story offer. Session two, we talked about the value ladder. And then session three that we uh, just recently completed, we talked about the bottom tier of the value ladder, lead funnels, and how to get uh, people into your, uh, to get them to join your list, how to get them to become leads, and how we use the three types of lead funnels to get people and grab them and start sending them up to the next phase of the value ladder. Um, so right now, we're going to start moving up to this phase. This whole presentation is about this second phase of the value ladder. Um, and I like to call these type of funnels unboxing funnels. And the reason why is uh, two years ago, we were working on uh, a presentation for Funnel Hacking Live. And I was looking at all different types of funnels and, and just trying to figure out how do we simplify this process and this concept for people. There's a whole bunch of different things. And, um, and as I was sitting there, I had this idea. I was like, wait a minute, these are like unboxing funnels. And it, it gave me this huge light bulb in my head. And um, I'm hoping that you guys see this, it'll give you the light bulb as well and help you understand like, like why we call these things unboxing funnels, like how, how they fit into the whole grand scheme of everything we're doing. So I'm going to come back here again. Here's the value ladder, um, all the funnels we we're talking about. So we did lead funnels earlier, and right now we're going into unboxing funnels. So inside here, there's three core funnels we're talking about. One are book funnels. This is mostly for like information type businesses. Number two is cart funnels, which are more for e-commerce type businesses. Number three are challenge funnels, which work for all types of businesses, um, which is cool. Okay, so this is where the concept of unboxing um, comes from. So on day number one, we talked about hook story offer, right? I spent a lot of time talking about um, how one of your guys' – let me flip this before I keep talking – how one of the most important things you can be doing in your business is building up an inventory of products that you can start bundling together to make offers, right? So we talked about, like, having this whole thing and um, potential – products, right? And sitting now with your team, like, okay, what, what else could we offer our people? And you're like, oh, we could do, um, what if we did this? And we go, what if we did this? And like, just making this list of as many different ideas of uh, different products that you could create to help serve your, your dream customer, right? That could help give them a, the aha they need or the big change or whatever the thing might be, right? And you list out as many different ideas as possible. And you remember I talked about when I did it, that I was like, okay, we could, um, what if we, what if we give them a, a book about this? What if we give them an MP3 player? And what if I interviewed five people about this? And what if I had them fly to my house and do, and like, just listing out all the potential things we could do to help them get the result, right? So if you followed session one, you should have this or should know at least how to do this, create this potential product. And then I said, from there, what we're going to do is we're going to make an offer slide, right? So here's your offer. And, I'm gonna, and from that, say, so, okay, if somebody buys this offer from me, I'm going to take this component, and this is going to be the first thing they get, right? And then from here, I'm like, oh, this will be the second component, and this will be the thing over here. And then here's going to be the third component, and then the fourth component. And there's all these different things, right? And then this becomes the actual offer. Here, the total value of this equals whatever, right? So this is, this is the stack slide, right? We've talked a lot about stack slides, but that's where it comes from. Here's my inventory of all potential things I could create. From there, I'm going to take some things, and this becomes my offer. Now, on the lead funnel one, we talked about um, in the last session, literally you could go and say, okay, this one right here, this, this part of the offer, this could be the lead magnet. I'm going to give away my lead funnel, right? So this could be your lead magnet, right? Um, right? So that's kind of from yesterday's. From today's, we're coming, saying, we're coming through, and we're saying, okay, I'm going to build an offer. So here's my stack slide. And there's two ways now. Now that we have this offer created, there's two ways to sell it. Okay. The one way I think most of you guys are probably more familiar with is what we talked about during the next session, which is the presentation funnel. Okay. Took my image over here. The presentation funnel is basically me doing a presentation, right? A webinar, uh, Facebook Live, me speaking on stage, things like that, where I'm taking this offer, and this is where you guys have probably seen me do this a ton of time, where I do a whole presentation. At the end of it, I do my stack, where I said, the first thing you're going to get is this, and then you're going to get this. I do this big, huge stack slide, and we sell the whole offer, right? So after we create an offer, that's one way to sell it through a big presentation. Okay, and during the presentation funnels, we'll talk about that. But the second way is we do it through an unboxing funnel, where we take this offer, and now I'm going to flip it on its side. I'm going to unbox them, take it out of the box. Okay? So let me show you what that looks like here on the slides. Okay, when we launched the Expert Secrets book, um, I was thinking about, like, if I was to sell a $1,000 version or $500 version of Expert Secrets, like, what would it look like? Like, well, I could have the Expert Secrets book and the audio book and the home study course and the Traffic Secrets home study course. Like, these are all things I could bundle in an offer. Right? And if I was going to do a webinar and sell a $1,000 version or a $500 version on a webinar, I would do a presentation, and this would be the first thing you're going to get is the extra secrets book, then you get the audio book, right? Like I would do a typical presentation. But with an unboxing funnel, what I'm doing is I'm taking that offer, and I'm pulling out the pieces, right? 
where this first thing, the book, becomes the actual offer on the landing page. Okay, the second thing, the audiobook, becomes the order form bump. Okay, the next home study course becomes upsell one, and the next home study course becomes upsell two. So I'm taking this offer that we designed, and I'm pulling it out, and I'm unboxing, and pulling out these things, and I'm putting them into logical, sequential order. Okay, the first thing someone buys is the book. Then they buy the book, the next logical thing is they should buy the, the audio book. The next logical thing is the next, the next, the next. Okay, so that's why I call it unboxing funnel, because you notice all these funnels, it's like taking it's the same offer I would sell for a thousand bucks and tipping it outside. Okay, a good, um, I did a podcast about this, um, man, probably, probably almost a year ago now. Um, but it was the time we were launching, uh, we were launching the 10X Secrets Masterclass, which was basically um, how to speak and sell from stage. And um, in that course, um, we made the first offer slide. It was like, hey, there's the three-hour uh, training I did um, teaching people um, the, the, the perfect webinar presentation. Then I did a three-hour training where I went through my presentation 10X and walked through slide by slide what I did and how I did and showed you all the intricacies of what I did. And from there, uh, I took, uh, I got John Childers, one of my first public speaking training, and then I got him to, to license us his Childers Chunks whole, whole training course that used to sell for $10,000. I got a license from that course. And then I got um, all my speaking mentors to come and do trainings on there. So I had Armin Moore and, and all these other people in there. And then um, I had all these things, right? And the stack was huge. Like, it would easily have been at least a thousand, maybe a two thousand dollar product. Okay, and we were going to go and sell it through a webinar and all that kind of stuff. And then I, that was like the plan. And then I was like, you know what? I want to show people that you don't always have to sell through a webinar, right? Like that is one funnel type. Okay, it's a great funnel type. It's it's what we do up here, right? This is one of the, one of the types of presentation funnels. But you don't have to that way. Instead, instead, I said, let's take what I typically sell in the webinar and let's pull it out. Okay, and if you remember going through that funnel, we launched uh, the 10X Secrets uh, Home Study Course was $297. When you bought that, then there was an upsell for, uh, I can't remember now, I think it was $497 for the next thing, an upsell of like $297. But if you took all the price points of all the different pieces in the funnel, it added up to be the same $997 that I would have sold it for if I sold it in a huge bundle. Does that make sense? So that's kind of, um, that's what I'm talking about here. That's how this whole thing works. So I'm unboxing. I'm taking the offer that I created, and instead of just selling it all at once, I'm unboxing it and making uh, lower ticket price things that we go and we put into a, a funnel like that. Okay? All right. So there's two types of core unboxing funnels, and they're very, 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 very similar, um, but there's one or two big differences that are hard to see with the naked eye. So I'm going to walk through these. But the two core ones, um, number one is... Um, like an e-com cart funnel. We're going to go deep into that. So a cart funnel is what most e-commerce people use, okay? If you're selling any kind of physical products on Amazon or Shopify or Etsy or whatever, this is the type of funnel that you will almost always use, okay? And the other type is a book funnel. I'll talk about this in a second, but it's not just books. It's any kind of information product fits into a book funnel. We call it a book funnel because that's what most people use it for, but it works with not just books, as I'll show you here in a minute, okay? So these are the, the two core unboxing funnels that you'll see 99.9% of the time. I have no idea if that stat's true, but the majority of the time is one of those two funnels, okay? And then, I, again, at the end, I'm going to talk about challenge funnels because it's another type of unboxing funnel that's, that's powerful as well. Okay, so with that said, you guys ready to jump into this? All right, let's go into funnel number one, book funnels. Okay, um, I need to update some of these images. Book funnel has more than three pages. So this is the book funnel. It has more than three pages, <laughs> like the top there, but this is the book funnel, okay? So there's a sales page, a bump, upsell one, upsell two, and thank you page. Okay, so that's what uh, a book funnel actually looks like. Okay, now again, I mentioned this a second ago, but a book funnels aren't just for selling books, okay? The structure is works really good for selling books, but it works for any type of information product. In fact, for most of you guys, I recommend not writing a book right away because writing a book takes a long, long, long time. I just finished my third book and it's, it's hard. So there's a point in a time when you should write a book, um, but prior to that, you can use a book funnel to sell stuff that's a lot faster. For example, this is, um, this is I used a book funnel for this and it wasn't me selling a book, it was me selling a, a preloaded MP3 player with, um, with a whole bunch of episodes from the Marketing in Your Car podcast, from back when it was the Marketing in Your Car podcast, okay? So I took the same book funnel structure, but instead of selling a book, I sold information on an MP3 player, okay? This is the same thing I did with the Perfect Webinar script. I took the same book funnel structure, but I didn't have time to write a book on this, so I gave away a one piece of paper um, they had my script on it with a, C, uh, a DVD that explained this. It. So it was a CD and a DVD. Okay, so it's information. It doesn't have to be books. Any kind of information works really good through a book funnel. Okay? All right. So I'm walking through the process. So the first step in, um, in a book funnel is the two-step order form like these. Okay? You've seen this in the dot-com secrets book. You've seen there's expert secrets book. The traffic secrets book will be similar. Um, that's kind of the, the page structure. Now, I'm going to walk through. I'm going to explain to you guys how we kind of figured this out. Um, so if you look at the two-step order form, the order form is close to the top because the offer is, is, is low, low price point, right? If, it, if I was selling something more expensive like 
$100 or above, I would not put the order form up at the top. Okay, it's too fast. I put the order form down below lower. But for lower ticket things, I put the order form here. Now, I personally used to, um, I used to hate this this look and feel. So if any of you guys are like, I hate this. I don't have an order form at the top. Like, I get it. I hate it as well. In fact, um, probably a decade ago, I started studying from these marketers. And um, there's different tiers of marketing. There's like, um, I won't make. There's not like the good guys and the bad guys, but there's like there's like light and dark, and there's a bunch of shades of gray in the middle, right? And um, and I've always been you know on the marketing like the lighter side of things, um, but I met these guys who were definitely more on the the darker gray to, to black hat uh, businesses, and uh, but they were making insane amounts of money. So I was like, I want to learn from these guys. What do they know that I don't know? And so I got into some groups. I met these guys and started talking to them, and it was interesting because um, they started showing me some of their funnels, and I started looking at pages. <coughs> And uh, most of their pages had look similar structures. They had the order form and um, on the right-hand side. And it had <clears throat> their name, their email address, their full shipping address, all sorts of stuff. And I was like, that's crazy. Like, that, you're asking for all this stuff before they even know what you're selling. Like, why would you do that? And they're like, we've tested a billion different things. These guys were like scientists. Like, they literally would hire um, uh, people at colleges uh, close to them. They had, like, computer science degrees and mathematics degrees and all sorts of stuff. Having to do insane amount of split testing because they were driving so much traffic. And so they showed me this, these, these pages. And I was like, I don't like those. They said, no, the way it works is step number one, we asked for the shipping address. And step number two, we asked for their credit card. He said, if we asked for the credit card on page number one, it dramatically decreases conversion because the, the risk is too high for the person. And we had all these mathematical reasons and all these split tests they'd done. They were showing me. And I was like, oh my gosh. And so I, I, I fought it for years. I was like, I'm never going to do that kind of thing. Like, it's just, I don't like it. I don't, I don't you know, and, and in my mind, it was like, that's something that like, that these kind of marketers use. And then one time I decided, you know, I'm going to, I'm just going to test it. Like these are some testing that crazy. Like, could I do it in a way that's not you know, the, the black hat side where we're selling good products, good things, but using the techniques and the things that we learned over here. And so we did our very first version. Um, it was before ClickFunnels, before Dotcom Secrets Book. It was another offer we had made. Uh, and we tested it out. And I did the thing with, with everything uh, being above the fold, just like this, where there's the video, the order form. And we tested it. And uh, I tried to model theirs as close as I could. And I kid you not, uh, out the gate, it like did five or six X higher conversions than anything we'd ever done prior to it. I was like, oh my gosh, like, why did I fight that so long? And so we built ClickFunnels initially. I remember um, uh, Todd had the original order forms. I was like, is there any way we can build an order form that, that takes that whole two-step element that we, that we love, that we use, that we have to custom code every single time and make it a thing? And so he did. And so for now, all of you guys, if you want to do a two-step order form, you click a button and boom, it pops the thing in there. Like, it is one of the, the most amazing um, things on earth. So that's kind of some, some background story. Of, I'm such a geek on this stuff. Like I could go every like element of like, why I have – the copy above above the shipping box and why it talks about order speed, about why we did a button color, like everything I could tell you the story behind it because there's so many different tests and variations of people I met and things we figured out. But but as a whole, if you look at this, like this is the framework. This is what it looks like. Remember I told you earlier, like all these funnel things are frameworks. This is the framework of a successful page for an unboxing funnel. Okay, video, uh, two-step order form, like the headline there, like that, the structure has been tested more than probably anything that you've ever dreamt of. And this is like the control right now, okay? And hopefully someday we'll beat the control, but this is the control. So this is where we start from. We try to beat it from here, okay? <clears throat> so that's the first page here, the two-step order form. Uh, a couple key things again, uh, headline, video, all the arrows pushing t- my eyes towards the order form. And then there's the, the order form over there. Step number one, we're getting shipping address. And then step number two, we get their credit card information. Okay, so that's number one. A um, couple other things on this page. Um, if you start looking at my pages closer, you'll see uh, more fun things. Um, I'm going to map this out so I can explain it while I write it. In every sales process that we do, there are three things I, I try to do. Okay, number one, the most powerful way to sell anybody anything is through emotion. Okay? So emotion's the best. That's why when um, I talked to you guys on session number one about storytelling, I'm telling a story to try to invoke an emotion to get you to do something, right? We talked about we don't use logic to sell. We use emotion. Emotion is the core thing, right? And so emotion is why people buy, okay? We always say um, people, um, they buy things emotionally and they try to justify them logically. So my, my, the best tool I have to sell the masses is emotion. So that's where I lead with, okay? Then what happens is there's a percentage of people, even thinking emotionally engaged, like, this is amazing, I want it. And then all of a sudden this logical thing, break, thing pops up and they're like, oh, no, how do I justify this to my wife or my spouse or myself or my bank or my accountant or whatever, right? And the logical brain starts going like crazy. So the next close is the logical close. We'll put glasses on the logical guy because they're smarter, right? So next is the logical close. Okay? And it's not nearly as powerful, 
But it is important because a bunch of people who, like, even if they're emotionally sold, the logic, they're going to, like, talk themselves out of it, right? And then the third over here is the emotion, um, excuse, sorry, fear. How do I make this guy look fearful? Uh, he's got a furrowed brow. Does he look fearful? <laughs> I'm not that good of a drawer. Anyway, that guy's scared, so he looks pretty scared, right? I don't even know. There you go. That, that guy's scared. Okay, so we've got emotion, logic, and fear. Okay, and fear, you can put in here, you can put in urgency and scarcity. Okay? So if I'm trying to sell something to somebody, my very first pass is like, let me emotionally convince you of this thing. So I emotionally sell you. And again, a bunch of the people, that's the big domino knocks down and they're going to go by. And the next wave of people where the logical is like, oh, I don't know about this. And if I can logically convince them, it knocks them down, boom, and the next percentage comes. And the last is people who are like, even if they're in here or here, they're like, ah, oh, like I'll do it later. And they're, they're like, you know, like they, they can't make a decision. They're freaking out. And urgency and scarcity is the thing that pushes them over. Okay. And if you look at like percentage wise, I'd say you're looking at probably, um, I don't know. I'm going to guess. Let's say 40% here. 30% here, and 30% here. That equals 100, right? Yeah, okay. I'm saying it's, I'd say it's probably a, around this, okay? 40% of your buyers will come from logical, or from emotion. 40, 30% come from logical, and last 30 come, come from urgency and scarcity. So what most people do is they just do one or the other or the other, right? And the logical doesn't work unless they've already gone through the emotional first, and the fear doesn't work unless they've gone through these first as well. So this is the sequence. So if you look at any email follow-up sequence, I go uh, emotion, my first couple emails, then I move to logic, and I end with fear. If you watch my stage presentation, I start with emotion, I move to logic, I move to fear. Watch how I sell um, coaching, emotion, like everything happens, like this is the, the process, okay? Emotion, logic, fear, emotion, logic, fear. Okay, so understand that in all your selling, that's always happening. In the Traffic Secrets book that you guys will be getting here in the near future, I go deep into this and I show how we use it even in retargeting ads. And in like everything is you're moving from emotion to logic to fear. Okay, your best case is selling someone's emotion, then it shifts to logic, and then it goes to, to fear. Okay, so what's interesting is if you look at um, the, the layout of most of our sales pages, but especially um, our, our two-step order form pages, is the top block here, the top third, this is like a video here of me and the, or, the two-step order form. And this whole focus here is all about emotion, right? So if you notice, the top, the top one-third here, here's your smile, is me on the video like, hey, this is Russell Brunson, and I'm emotionally trying to tell you a story to get you to buy, okay? And for the percentage of the people, the majority of people will buy right here. And then people are like, oh, that's amazing. Like, ah, oh, but what? Like, what's the catch? What? You know, right? They have all the things that keep them. So they start scrolling. That's your scrollers. They scroll past this. Now, this next thing Okay, the emotional people didn't even see this. They bought, like they're ready to go and, uh, and take over the world with whatever it is you just sold them, right? The next people, though, are looking for logic. So here's where you have like all of your copy that's speaking to their logical mind, okay? In fact, I'll even say a lot of times, like logically, you know, if you want to, logically, you know, funnels are the greatest way to grow your company. Logically, if you really want to do this, you got to work with a company who, who's helped more people hit millionaire status with funnels than anybody else on earth, right? Like it just makes logical sense. So like I'll even use the word logical because that's who I'm speaking to, I'm speaking to the logical mind, okay? So I'm trying to get them to be able to justify this to themselves, to their spouse, to their accountant, whoever it is they got to justify things logically to, okay? In fact, <laughs> I heard someone tell me this one time about this like buying cars, right? Like you go into the car dealership and you see the new, the new car. It could be whatever it is for you. It could be a Ferrari, a McLaren, a, a Lamborghini. Maybe it's a minivan. Like everyone's got their thing, right? You see the car and you're like, oh, this would be so amazing. You picture yourself driving the car and like the wind blowing through your hair and all the amazing stuff, right? And you're emotionally so sold on it. And you go and you buy it, you drive it home. Your spouse is like, did you just buy that? You're like, oh, yeah, but you have to understand, how Like, it gets really good gas mileage. Like, um, it's on the, the, the best, most safest cars in the world. And, like, you logically try to convince them of what you, the emotional decision you just made, right? Because we buy things emotionally and we justify them logically, okay? So that's what's happening is I'm giving them the ability to justify it to themselves or the person they have to justify this, this purchase to later, right? And then the third thing is all about fear, right? So this is where my urgency and scarcity comes. This is where it's like, the, like, why you gotta buy right now, and the call to action, and how many are left, and like, all the things that cause urgency and scarcity and fear, and that's the, that's the third thing, okay? So if you look at the funnel blocks, that's the layout of a page. Um, emotion, logic, and then the fear, okay? All right, so that's page number one. You guys didn't know there was all this stuff going into, huh? You're like, oh, Russell's through a funnel page. It's like, no, you have to understand the frameworks, right? Here's the frameworks. It was happening every single page what's, and how it all weaves in. Now it's like, you got to take your art. Like, what is your emotional story that you're going to plug in here? What's your logical arguments about why in the world they should buy this thing? Okay, what's the urgency scarcity you're going to create? This is where you weave your art into this framework, but understand this is the framework, right? It's a page. It's a process. 
the things like that. Now you got to weave your stories, your art, your, your, your stuff into that framework, right? You're going to paint the bathroom whatever color you want it to be in this house. But the framework's there, okay? And so I showed this on this homepage, but this is, this is a theme that you're going to see throughout. It's in every email sequence. It's in every, every page, upsell pages, downsell pages. Like, like throughout everything we're doing, you're going to follow this emotion logic fear uh, path, okay? Over and over and over again. Okay, all right, let me move to the next slide. So, um, okay, so there's the, the two-step order form we talked about here. Okay, again, step number one, they put in the shipping address, then it automatically directs them to step number two, where they put in their, their credit card information. Okay, now, um, I want to show you this one thing we figured out. I can't even remember exactly where we figured this whole thing out. Um, I'm pretty dang sure, though, that I gave it the name Order Form Bump. In fact, I would bet, because I had some friends who, um, they did a lot of infomercials back in the day. And so what they would do is, um, if you ever call an infomercial, they call you on the phone. You're like, hey, I want to order this book or this cooker or this juice machine, whatever you call them on the phone. And then the sales scripts, the way they're written on the phone, is they, they create these things. They, they call them bumps. So the bump is like, oh, do you want rush shipping? Oh, cool. Hey, do you want the cookbook to go along as well? Oh, cool. And they call them bumps instead of upsells. And so when we started building this, um, because I had friends who, were, who always called them bumps on the phone, I was like, let's put a bump into, into, our, into our funnel here. Now, the reason why order form bumps are so powerful um, is back when I, when I was a youngin in this industry and we were first learning about this whole funnel concept, this is what would happen, is somebody had a page, right, where they sold something and they made money. Like, this is amazing. And then somebody had an idea, like, let's put an upsell. So they made upsell OTO one-time offer and they sold something more. Oops, there's a person. And they sold more and they're like, oh my gosh, like one-third of the people who bought, who bought this also bought this. And I made... Mo money, just kidding, more money, right? They made more money. And like, this is amazing. Like, wait, what if we did, instead of one upsell, what if we did two upsells? And like, oh, that's a great idea. So they did two upsells, right? OTO, two. Okay, and also like one-fifth people bought this and they made what? More money. Like, this is amazing. We had two upsells. What if we had a downsell here? And what if we had a downsell here? And what if we had another upsell? And what if we had another upsell? Another upsell? And all of a sudden, what was created were these funnels. We had... <laughs> I had a friend who started videotaping funnels, and there were people who go through like a three to four hour long process to get through all the upsells. They used to call this upsell. Anyone guess what the next word is? Upsell hell. Okay, and, um, and I got caught in this trap because I was like, well, that's what everyone's doing, so I gotta have more upsells than the last guy. So I used to have every single funnel I'd have, I would have upsell, downsell, upsell, downsell, upsell, downsell. So if somebody went through everything and said no to everything, I had six offers. And I was like, oh, that plus the first thing they just bought, right? And I was like, this is amazing. Like, we're making so much money. And then one day, I had these friends, this is like a decade ago. I had these friends, they had to create this new software that, um, uh, that would do ratings and reviews. It's actually shopapproved.com. Uh, it's really cool software. And they said, hey, Russell, this is a company we're about to launch. We want you to try it out. They said, go and take our little shopapproved widget and put it on your thank you page. So the last page here, put it on your thank you page. And basically, people can rate you. Um, based on their experience. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, we'll get all of our raving customers who just bought to tell us how great we are, and we can use that widget and plug it in somewhere. And so I put on this thing during the middle of our launches. People bought the product, went through six upsell, downsell things. They landed on the thank you page, and they'd be like, hey, what was your experience like today? Rate it. And I had no idea how upset my customers were. Um, about 24 hours into it, I logged in to read the reports, and the majority of the people who, who made it through upsell hell uh, ended up here, and they hated me. They were, and I was making, I'm like, I'm making money. Our cart value is huge. Like, I was so excited until I found out all my customers hated me. And all of a sudden I realized, oh my gosh, the lifetime value of my, like the short term, how much money I made in the short term increased, but the lifetime value of my customer died. Right? We're talking about value ladders and taking somebody on this journey. Okay? I've had people that we've been in ClickFunnels for five years, almost coming on six years, people come to every single funnel I can live. Why? Because they have an amazing experience. We serve the highest level possible. And I realized that all these people who went through this process, by the time they end over here, they are not happy with me and the experience was, was bad. And I was like, oh my gosh, I got to do something. And so um, I started looking at it and said, well, this is a bad experience. What should I do? And I said, okay, well, I'm going to cut this upsell and this upsell. I'm going to cut the downsells and downsells I hear. And I kept testing and testing. And we tested a ton of this for probably two years or so. And we found, when all said and done, we found that for me, and again, this is going to be different for everybody. Some industries are different too. Sometimes you can do more or less. But my own personal rule um, for my funnels is I, never, I want to have an offer and I, I will max have two upsells. That's where I found that the, the maximum number of, of money for me and still happiness for my customers over here, right? It was like that was, that was the sweet spot. If I went beyond that, that's when they started getting angrier, 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 and just it ruined my whole company, right? When I kept it to, to the product and two upsells max, um, that's when people were happy and they would continue my value ladder and like everything was good. Okay, so that's a big lesson I learned. I wanted to share with you guys because um, 
Sometimes you can use these funnels and you can make a lot of money, but you can destroy your relationship with your customers and you make money in the short term, but not the long term. Okay, I don't know about you, but I'm in the long term game. This is not a short-term transactional thing for me. Otherwise, I'd be charging you the very second to be here, right? The reason why you guys be here and going through this is because I know that the, the, the happier you are here, the more likely you are to build funnels, more likely you build funnels on this platform, more likely you're going to funnel hacking live, more likely you're going to buy another course in the future, more likely you're going to go into funnel flicks, more likely you're going to like, all the other things happen, the happier experience you have. So if I take some short-term money loss here, it's worth it because the long-term lifetime value of the customer dramatically goes up. Does that make sense? Okay, so that's kind of the, the game plan. So for me, it was always like this frustrating thing of like, ah, oh, I missed the days when I was getting $200 average cart value. Um, but I like the fact that my customers are happy and we make more of my long-term. But I'm always trying to figure out, like, is there, is there another way? And so this is when the order form bump came into existence. Okay, so I'm telling you this whole story. The order form bump is basically another upsell that nobody sees as an actual upsell. Okay, it's like the closest thing to free money you will ever get where you can increase how much money you make and keep your customers happy and you're getting a, a, a whole third upsell that's like sneaky stealth attack, okay? Now, this is where the order form bump comes from. Think about, um, think about when you're at the gas or the grocery store, right? And you're going around in your shopping cart, you're buying all your stuff, you're filling your thing in, you get to the very end and you start going through the checkout line, you're walking through and all of a sudden you sit there in line, you look to your left and you're like, oh, there's the National Enquirer and the Star Magazine and people and like all of the gossip magazines right there, huh? You look at the right hand, boom, you see Tic Tacs and you see gum and you see uh, Purell hand sanitizer and you see bottles of like all the impulse buys, right? And people are like, uh, oh, I'm going to get that and this and this and this. Okay. And they grab it right there. Like that's the equivalent order form bump. Someone's coming through your funnel, right? Also they stop and they're like, oh, what's that? Boom. That's the order form bump. It's getting them just enough tension. They don't have to think about it. They're just looking like, oh, I want that as well. Okay. There's no sales letter for Tic Tacs, right? You're like, oh, those look really good. I'm going to get the orange ones because they taste like candy. They are candy, but I think they're mint because they've tricked me, right? So you just grab it really quick off the shelf. That's what an order form bump is, okay? If the thing you're selling is complex and it will not work as an order form bump, it needs to be something like Tic Tacs. You're like, oh, do you also want this? Like, oh, yeah, I do, okay? So let me show you what an order form bump looks like if you're not familiar, okay? The order form bump is very strategic where it fits, okay? It fits after someone's putting their credit card information. They've already made the commitment to put their credit card information in, but before the submit button. Right there, we tested above, we like every, every variation, like that's the sweet spot right there. They come in there and they're buying the product, they put their credit card, and it's like, hey, real quick, do you want to upgrade your order? Um, boom, here's, here's the thing. And this has got to be, again, your Tic Tac offer where it's just like, it's simple, it's a, it's a one sentence to explain it. If it takes three sentences to explain it, it's too much. It's like, oh, hey, you just bought this book on whatever, do you want the, the audio book? Or do you want the templates? Or do you want the, this is a very simple offer, right? And it gives you this, this extra upsell in here um, that doesn't, Again, increases your money, but does not decrease happiness level of people. Okay, this is like, for most people, most businesses, the order form bump will cover the cost of your advertising. This makes your, the rest of your, your funnel profitable. Like, it's, it's like the secret sauce. Um, anyway, so that's an order form bump. Is. Here's a couple other examples of just like really quick, like, yes, Russell, upgrade my order. Add this to it. Yes, Russell, upgrade my order. Upgrade my order. Okay, if you don't have an order form bump on every order form, you're literally just throwing money away. Okay, it does nothing but give you more money. Okay, it does not decrease happiness of your customers. It just gives you more money and gives them another opportunity to, to buy something from you. Okay, so that's the order form bump. It's like the greatest gift that we could possibly give you. Again, I'm building click, not me. <laughs> I didn't build click funnels. When Todd was building click funnels, I was like, please give me an order form bump. Please, like, we got to figure this out. And so he put an order form bump, and now it's so simple. You click a button, it's in every single order form, and that's literally free money. It'll cover your, like I said, it covers your ad costs in most situations. Okay, so that's the key order form bumps. All right, so after someone's bought, the, bought your product, buy your product, they saw the order form up, now we take them to our upsell process, okay? Um, we use the, the words upsell and one-time offer, OTO synonymously, same thing. Special one-time offer, special upsell, doesn't matter. Uh, you'll hear both those terms inside the industry used all the time, one-time offer, OTO, or upsell, okay? Now, with information product, and this is, this is one of the differences between a book funnel and a cart funnel. With information products, the secret, like, People always ask me, like, well, what should, you know, if, I, if they just bought a $10 book, what, should I, you know, what price point should I sell the next product? I'm like, no, you don't understand. That's, that's not the right question to be asking. It's not about the price point. The question is, what is the next logical thing that they need on their journey? Okay? So say they came right here, and they just they saw your thing, and they're like, this is awesome, and they, they bought, right? And they'd order for a bump. You did a Tic Tac offer right here. Um, now they're coming through. So you got to think, hey, what's the next logical thing that they need to be successful, okay? And I don't care if it's $1,000 or $2, like the next logical thing is what should be right here, okay? Um, the first time I got this, I, um, uh, I remember, it's been a while since I, since I learned this lesson, but um, somebody was talking, I think it might have been Mike Geary. Anyway, um, 
But anyways, whoever it was, thank you for telling me this, this concept. It's, it's meant a lot to you. I can't even remember exactly what it was. But the concept was, um, let's say someone comes to your funnel, right? And let's say you have an e-book. And your e-books are like, how to get six-pack abs. You're like, sweet, I got a six-pack abs. And you bought the product. Now, what we think sometimes is like, well, someone, oh, that person's interested in six-pack abs. I'm going to sell them some more six-pack ab training here. This is my six-pack abs home study course. What you don't understand is that if you put yourself in the mind of your consumer, as soon as they bought this thing, they're like, I need six-pack abs. They bought it. They put their credit card. They bought it. In their mind now, they have six-pack abs. This promise has been fulfilled. In their mind, like, I got six-pack abs. You come here like, hey, do you want my six-pack ab, abs home study course? They're like, I, I already have abs. I bought them like a minute ago. Like, why would I buy this? Next? Like, I already bought that. Okay. There's, their itch has already been scratched. That's what you got to understand. Okay, the first time I got this is when we launched 108 Split Test Book. I had 108 Split Test Book, and the upsell was our conversion course for 297 bucks. And almost nobody bought this. I was so confused. And so I started emailing customers, like, why did you not buy this? Like, you told me you're in Split Test. I said, well, I bought your Split Test Book. I already have a Split Test. I don't, need to, I don't need to test something else. I was like, crap. So the question is, like, what's the next logical thing? If I just got six-pack abs, what's the next thing I need? Well, it's like, hey, you're going to go out shop, or you're going to go eat at fast food restaurants. How do you find the food that's actually healthy? Like, oh my gosh, that's a good point. I am going to be at fast food. That is the next thing. I have six-pack abs. I got to keep them. Well, if I'm going to eat fast food, oh my gosh, I need that. Boom, they're going to buy that product. The next logical thing. Someone just bought my, uh, they bought the dot-com secrets book about how to build funnels. Okay, if my next thing is more funnels, they're not going to buy it. Okay, they bought funnels in their mind. That itch has been scratched. What's the next logical thing they need? Oh, if you have funnels, you need traffic. Or if you have funnels, you need copy. Right, it's the next logical thing. So when you look at uh, uh, an info product book style um, unboxing funnel, it's always about what's the next thing they need. Now, after this upsell, what's the next logical thing they need? Okay, if you don't need that, like, what's the next thing? Anyway, I bought, I bought dot-com secrets, the book. Now I bought um, the copywriting course on how to put the words on pages. Now I need the traffic course. That's the next logical thing, okay? So th- that's more important is understanding the logical sequencing of events than um, understanding like, the price points. Like, this one could be it could be 50 bucks. It could be 500 bucks. This could be 500 bucks. It doesn't matter about that. It just matters if it logically makes sense sequentially. Does that make sense? Okay. Um, the other thing is that with, if you go back to the slides over here, on the upsells, like, the, these videos are typically very simple. It's not me. Um, in fact, in Dotcom Secrets book, you'll get the scripts for how we do the upsell videos. It's not me, like, repitching everything. They already bought this thing. It's just saying, hey, thanks so much for buying the, the book you just bought. Um, the next people I was asking me after the book is like, well, how do, I, how do I write the copy for the pages? So let me tell you about this thing I, have, I created for you. Boom. So it's, it's a faster upsell. The upsell videos are typically two to three minutes long max. They're not longer than that. I'm not trying to resell them on something. They already bought the first thing. I'm just trying to push them over the edge to like, oh, you also need this as well. Like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, that's, the, that's how you, you position the upsell offers. Okay? Um, now, I told you before, I always do... I do max an offer, a bump, and two upsells. Sometimes instead of doing two upsells, I'll, t- I won't, I'll kill this one right here. And instead what I'll do is I'll add a downsell. Okay, so I kill this right here. And then this is my offer, my bump, my upsell, my downsell. And that'll be, the, that'll be all that I do, okay? Um, so what a downsell is, is basically, um, it's typically, it's, it's like, if they said no to this, it's saying, Okay, you didn't want this product for 100 bucks. What if I gave you the digital version for 50? Or maybe you said no to this because you can't afford 100 bucks. How about we do three, three payments of 37 bucks, right? So I'm usually downselling either a digital version or a payment plan or pricing, but it's basically just a downsell like that. Okay, it's very simple, very easy. That's usually what my downsell offers are. Okay? And then um, from here, again, upsell number two, if I have that, is the next logical thing. Okay, so that's kind of how, how we do these, uh, how we do a book funnel. Um, the one last thing that we'll do a lot of times and this comes back to what I showed you guys. Not on this page, but if I showed you guys, or this page, we've been doodling a lot today. <laughs> back here, is they've gone through this offer, on the thank you page, a lot of times I'll introduce them to the next funnel. Okay? So for example, I call this the thank you page webinar. After someone buys the traffic or the expert secrets book, on the thank you page, I'm like, sweet, thank you for buying the book. Thank you for going through the upsell product. Thanks for everything. We appreciate you as a customer. Um, right now, I'm going to let your training start today because obviously you're excited about this. So I wait for the book to show up. We're going to start this training right here, right now. Let's go. And then I will go and I'll jump right immediately into, into, um, into training. And that training is typically uh, a presentation that then sells them on my next thing. So for me, this is like an hour-long or a 90-minute-long webinar about expert secrets, and I talk about that, and then ClickFunnels, and the end of it, I make a special offer for ClickFunnels. But because it's like broken and it's perceived as training, it seems like another, a different funnel, and people don't get upset. They go through an hour of like training before I ever make an offer, so it's just the, the next thing. So thank you page webinar is the thing that we use to bridge them to the next, the next stage in the value ladder, okay? 
So again, the goal of that is to invite your customers to keep moving, moving through. Okay, so I want to show you guys why this is so vitally important, the, the book funnel or unboxing funnels like this, okay? Um, I'm going to show you guys this in relation <clears throat> to a typical um, author, okay? So a typical author, um, like here's some of my friends who have written books, and they're all on Amazon. The books are selling for like 15 to 20 bucks, right? So they've got $15 to spend to sell a book, right, in advertising. And so that's the problem, and I'm going to show you why here in a second, but that's, that's the biggest problem why most authors struggle with selling books. People always ask me, like, Russell, how in the world have you sold so many copies of your book? Because like, I don't rely on Amazon. I create funnels that make, give me the ability to, 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 to sell unlimited number of my books. We sell thousands of copies every single week now for five years because of these book funnels, Okay. So funnels make it possible to sell a lot of books with no advertising budget. So let me walk you through the math and the metrics and so help you understand book funnels and cart funnels a little bit better. Okay, so here's, here's the math, basically how the whole thing works. Okay, CPS stands for cost per, acquisition, cost per acquisition. How much money does it cost me to get a customer? Okay, and I'll break all through the details, but that's how much it's going to cost. ACV is my average cart value. So on average, every single person who goes through this funnel, how much money do I make from them? Okay, so I'm going to show you guys how this all, this works, okay? So number one, uh, right now we spend about $23 on average on Facebook to sell a copy of one of my books, okay? So that's, why, that's my bounty I pay Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg, here's 23 bucks. He's like, cool, here's the book customer, okay? So it's cost me $23. Now, um, if you think about it, if you're selling your book on Amazon and you sell 15 bucks, you're already in the hole right there, right? You pay Zuckerberg 23 bucks, you go to Amazon, he buys it 15 bucks, you just lost Whatever the difference is on there, it's, too, it's been too long of a day for me to do the math in my head right now. But that's why most people can't scale the book campaigns or any campaign, right? So instead, we start selling through a funnel. So this is how it works. Come back here. Here's my, here's my book funnel, right? So the very first page here, they come and they put in their credit card. And the book is free. They just cover $7.95 shipping and handling, okay? So, so far, uh, on average right now, about 13% of people who land on this page will give me the $7.95 of shipping and handling, Okay, so they've given me $7.95, so my average cart value so far is just $7.95. For each customer that came through, I've only made $7.95, okay? So I spent $23, I made $7.95. So right now I'm in the hole, right? It's like, crap, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not gonna be successful. Now this is where the funnel starts taking place, okay? So 13% of people bought the book. From that, 20.8% of people also said yes to the order form bump. See, they paid an extra $37 and said yes, Russell, I also want that as well, okay? So 20.8% of people bought the upsell. And so now I take the $7.95 plus the 20.8% of $37 uh, equals, if I do the math down there, now my average cart value is $15.65. Okay, so I spent the $27, I made $15.60. So I'm still not break even yet, but, but just wait. We're just in the very beginning of the funnel, okay? So now we go to the next step after the order form bump. Now I go to upsell number one. Uh, it's a $97 course. And right now, 9.92% of my customers buy the, the upsell at $97. Okay, so I take that times nine, so $97 times $9.92. That means I made uh, um, an additional uh, uh, $9.62, which basically means my average cart value now is $25.27. So I spent $27. I made $25. So I'm still in the hole. And this is where upsell number two comes and saves the day. Upsell number two happens, a $297 course. 4.19% of people take the second upsell. Now my average, and my average cart value bumps up to $37.71. So if you look at that, it means I spent $23 to Zuckerberg on Facebook. I made $37.71 on average for every single book that I sold, which means I made $14.71 and I got a customer. Okay? So you see how that works? When I do it that way, I don't have an advertising budget. They say, well, how much money do you spend on every, book, every day on books? I'm like, well, if every time I spend $23 and make $37.71, I make $14 for every book I sell, I can sell as many as I want. I'm going to sell 1000 a week, 2000 a week, 5000 a week. Okay, I just keep cranking up the ad spend as much as I can possibly, possibly handle. Okay? That is the big secret. Okay? So if you look at this, when your average cart value is bigger than your ad spend, you can grow your list without any limits. Does that make sense? So that's the magic, you guys, if you start understanding that. Okay, when I spend $27 bucks to... To, um, to get a customer, and I make 37, I get cash, and I get a customer, now I can start sending out the value ladder. Okay, from the last session, we talked about the value of a list. A list is valuable, but what's even more valuable than a list is the buyer list. These are the people who have paid money for information. They're more valuable to me, okay? And so that's what the, the, these uh, book funnels do. They create customers for you, okay? All right, so that is the book funnel. You guys see how that works? Now, lots of we talk about the book funnel is going to be almost identical in the cart funnel. So I'm going to show you some examples here, and I'll talk about the, the differences. Um, um, but the cart funnel is, is for e-commerce people. For most people who are selling right now on, on Shopify, on Amazon, on Etsy, things like that, for the most part, this is the funnel you're going to be using. 
Okay, it works. It's magic. I can show you so many of our two Caldwell Cup winners who just plugged in their, uh, their products in these cart funnels, and they just work, okay? But you got to understand the psychology behind it. So let me walk you through how it works, okay? So here's the cart funnel. Uh, once again, it has more than three pages, but that's what we got on the slides. So notice it looks almost identical to the book funnel, okay? The structure, the framework's the same, okay? But the art that we weave in is a little bit different. That's what you got to understand, okay? The biggest difference is that, um, remember we talked about over here, I think it's this page right here. In in a in a in an information business, they get their itch scratched, and you're going, "What's the next logical thing? Next logical thing? Like everything's the next logical thing." With cart funnels, you're not thinking about you're not thinking immediately about the next uh, best thing. You're thinking about how to give these people more at a discount. Okay, that's the big thing. I'll show you what I'm talking about here in a second. Okay, um, how to give them more at a discount. So right here, for example, if someone comes here and they buy a flashlight or they buy a uh, a supplement. Say they bought. One of my, back in the day, I had a supplement company selling uh, supplements for people with diabetic neuropathy. So I'd sell a bottle of pills right here, and the upsell was like, hey, you just bought a bottle for 65 bucks a bottle. Would you like to have, uh, to buy th- uh, six more bottles at a 30% discount? Okay, like that's what I'm talking about. It's more of the same thing at a better deal. Okay, more at a discount. Okay, so um, just like I showed you guys before, like Amazon book sales versus the funnel. Same thing here. This is a company we had a chance to work with called Fiberfix. And um, when they sell Fiberfix on Amazon, um, they're able to spend $12.99 to sell Fiberfix, okay? We, t- we took all the stuff you've learned about in the last couple of days about how to build an offer, how to put things together, how to bundle things together, how to make a funnel. Like we built this cart funnel and it gave people the, the ability to make way more money and they were able to grow and scale this campaign. So I'm gonna walk you through that here in a second. Okay, so the first question then is, if I'm doing a cart funnel, like what... What is the thing that goes first? Okay, I always talk to e-commerce people where they're like, I've got a thousand different SKUs. I've got 12 SKUs or all these things. And like, you know, I have an e-commerce store. I have a Shopify store, an Amazon store because I send everybody here and they pick what they want. Okay, if I am working on a cart funnel, the first thing I do is I figure out what is the number one selling product that I have? What's the sexiest thing, the best thing people that most of my customers want? Okay, so you got to figure out. Uh, we, did the, we had a chance for Marcus Limonis um, to go do um, uh, a funnel for Camping World. And so uh, I talked to their, their chief staff on the phone ahead of time uh, that ran the web store, and they literally had like 10,000 SKUs, right, for camping. We're like, everything you can dream of. And I asked the guy, I'm like, what's your best selling? He's like, this and this, like all these different things. And some things were big RVs, and some things were septic tank pumps, and just like insane, all the different things that they had. And I was like, oh my gosh, I was like, that's a ton of different stuff. And so then, um, uh, and I said, well, of everything in your entire store, what's the number one selling product? And he kind of laughed. He's like, honestly? I'm like, yeah. He's like, He's like, it's this um, dissolving toilet paper. I was like, are you serious? He's like, yeah, we sell more of that than anything else in the store, like volume-wise. Like, that's amazing. So then I was like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do some more market research. So we actually went down to Camping World. We walked in this huge store, looking at all this stuff, walking around, and the first employee comes up to me like, hey, can I help you? I'm like, yeah, I just have a really random question. Of everything in the store and all the shelves, what's the number one selling thing you have here? Okay, and they came back and said, well, number one selling thing of everything we have is uh, our, dispos- our, uh, yeah, our dissolving toilet paper. I was like, are you serious? This is awesome. So I was walking around the store some more, and another uh, uh, employee came up. So they can help you. I'm like, yeah, I got a question for you. Asked the same question. They said, yep, dissolving toilet paper. Every single person we talked to said dissolving toilet paper was the best, the best product on all the things. I said, cool. If I'm going to be generating people into a, a, a cart funnel, I'm taking the best selling product. So we made this funnel for them, and we got... Uh, the offer was four rolls of our fastest solving toilet paper for free, and this is, this is the funnel that we use for Camping World, okay? Um, so that's the first thing. Look at all the SKUs we're already selling and figure out what's the best thing you have, and you're going to turn that into an offer. So I'm not just going to say, here's a roll of fiber fix. I said, how do I make this a sexy offer? Because I can sell fiber fix, so I bundle it. Do I do two, like, how do I do this? So look for this offer. We said, okay, well, what are all the SKUs they have? And they said, okay, we've got... Um, we've got um, Two-inch wrap, four-inch wrap, all these things. So I said, okay, how about this? Let's take three of your one-inch fiber fix today. That was their sexiest product to sell the most of them. If you buy three of them today, we're going to give you two wraps of two, uh, uh, throw two wraps of two-inch for free and one wrap of four-inch for free. Okay, so they're going to get five of those things for the price of three. So now it becomes an offer. It's sexy. It's exciting. You can't buy this on Amazon. You can't buy it at their own store. Like, this is the only place to get this offer, Right? No longer is it a product. Now, it's, now it's, it's not a commodity anymore. Now it's an offer. Okay, so we made an offer. That was the, the first step here, okay? Now, the next thing is we do the two-step order form. Now, a couple things you can do in here. The two-step order form at the top of here, if you look at here, you can have, um, you can have people choose different, different products. So we said, okay, well, you can buy three fiber fix wrapping and get three for free, or you can buy six and get six for free. We can buy nine and get nine for free, or 12, 15, or 30. So we gave them a whole bunch of options to buy more of the same thing at a discount, 
Okay, and by default, the majority of people took that middle route. They bought nine, so now they're spending seventy-four dollars and ninety-seven cents on average, as opposed to going to Amazon. The best case scenario, Amazon, you spend twelve ninety-seven. We're here. The majority of our people now are spending seventy-four dollars on fiber fix before they even get into the cart, right? Right out of the gate. Okay, so we had the product selector up front. We we bundled more at a discount, and then down below we had the order form bump. It was like, hey, do you also want to throw in a heat wrap? Okay, this is their second best-selling SKU they had. It's like, hey, um, this is a special offer for an extra 10 bucks. We're throwing a heat wrap. Do you want that too? And boom, a huge percent. I think it was like 30-something percent of people said yes to that as well. So right out of the gate, the majority of people are spending almost $80 before they get the upsells versus if you go to Amazon, best case scenario, spending 12 bucks. Okay, do you see, the, like, see how this is all working? So that's happening in page one. <clears throat> now we go to the upsell. And the upsell, guess what we sell? We don't sell the next best thing yet because we were e-commerce. What we did is we sold more of the same thing at a discount. So the, the page, if you look at it, it says, wait, grab one more starter kit for 20 bucks. They just bought it, I think, for 27 on the page earlier. Buy one more for 20 bucks, and, uh, and you get a huge discount. Plus, you can, get, um, uh, you can give away for gifts for family members. You know, put these things in your, in your car, your, your house, and like, it's, just, it's more at a discount, right? And then you know, on top of that, there's like one more starter kit or two. We give them two more options, okay? And a huge percentage of people now, I think it's like 19% of people bought another kit right there. Okay, so average card value dramatically increased again, okay? Then the next page, we said, okay, well, now... Now we know, like, what's the next best SKU you have? What's the next best thing that the people buy? And they said, well, next best-selling SKU we have is this. So they said, cool, do they want to buy one or two? Okay, and that became upsell number two. Is, do you want one or two? Okay, after they figured this out, I came back and said, okay, what's the next best SKU they have? They said, this is the next best thing. So we had that as well. So for this product, we had, we had the order form, and they had three upsells. And for their product, they were okay with that. Okay, and so that was what it worked. And then on the thank you page, we took them what we call an offer wall. It says, thank you so much for your order. By the way, here's other things we have and had SKUs to all the other products that they sold. Okay, and that's what offer wall is. It's basically a wall of like, thanks so much for your order. Here's other stuff we sell. Here's, here's links to all the other funnels we have. You might want to go in and buy other stuff as well. Okay, and a huge percent of people buy stuff on the offer wall as well. Okay, so that's kind of how it works. Okay, um, I'm going to show you a couple of examples. This is uh, Jamie Cross, who spoke last year's Funnel Live. This is her funnel, right? On her funnel, she sells body lotion bars up front, okay? And I can't remember exact price. It's like 70-something bucks for, for these uh, lotion bars. So she did the five-minute perfect webinar script on her video. Those of you guys who are Funnel Hacking Live, you remember that. Um, that's her, 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 uh, her five-minute perfect webinar. Sells the body bar. And she, so that's what the, video looks, or the page looks like. Okay, notice all the same things we talked about. Video of her doing the motion cell. Logical stuff down below. Um, you've got the right-hand form over here with the step one credit card. Um, or excuse me, step one uh, shipping information and step two's credit card. Okay, that goes now to step number two. Which for her, she's got a product selector. So you can buy one body bar. You can buy three body bars, four body bars, or six body bars. So you get a product selector right there. Majority of people take, take the second option. So it doubles the order right out of the gate. And down below, she's got an order form bump as well for, um, um, for rush shipping. Boom. Rush shipping for an extra four bucks. Boom. Increases cart value as well. Okay. And then for, from there, so you get an upsell. Hey, you just bought this stuff. Do you want to buy some more at a discount? Boom. Buy one or two bottles at a discount. You were paying... 30 bucks or whatever, now it's like 25 bucks at a discount because you're already a customer. So yes or no, and takes the next page, which is like, here's the next best SKU we have, which is this product right here. It's our face lotion bar. Do you want to buy this product? Either one or two of them as well. People said yes, and boom, that funnel got her into the two comma club in record time. Okay, you see how this works? It works in any kind of e-commerce business as well. This is one of my favorite companies. I've tried like three times to buy it from these guys. Maybe you're watching. They're ClickFunnels members as well, but um, it's called Soxy. They've got the coolest socks ever. Um, if you ever look at the socks I'm wearing, they're usually always Soxy socks. Um, but Soxy.com is, um, is a funnel as well. So you come here, you're like, hey, do you want to buy these awesome socks for six bucks? You're like, yeah, I do. So you buy the socks. It's like, hey, do you want to um, upsell and buy some more socks? You're like, actually, yes, I would buy more socks. It's like, oh, here's an upsell. You want another pack of six mystery socks? You're like, yeah, that'd be amazing. And then the thank you page to sell you more socks. The nice thing about socks is that people have two feet, and every day, every day they got to put new socks on it. That's why you keep selling more of the same thing. Okay, that's the big fundamental difference between information products and um, and physical products. Okay, is information products people are going to buy one thing to, to you know after the itch is scratched, they're not going to buy another thing. But physical products is different. People have different pairs of socks. They might need fiber fix in different places. Maybe they want to send it as gifts or Christmas gifts. Like there's so many different variations, and so understand that 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 logic of like it's more of the same. And then what's the next, like the next skew, the next, the next best-selling skew, the next best-selling skew, and that's how you do a cart funnel. Does that make sense? Okay, so those are the two core types of unboxing funnels. We got our book funnels, we got our cart funnels. Very similar in nature, structure similar, but the art's a little different. How you communicate, what you sell, what order, all those kind of things is, is a, a little bit different. The third type of funnel I want to share with you guys today is a little bit different, 
Um, but it's one of my favorite. Um, and I know you guys know that this is my favorite because um, uh, we've been doing this now for like a year and a half. And it's a challenge funnel. And a challenge funnel is powerful because um, I think for a lot of us, it's interesting. Um, we, we um, excuse me, um, with ClickFunnels, we drive leads from so many different places. We get over 1,000 people a day who sign for ClickFunnels accounts. And so they're coming, it's just close to 2,000 there right now. They're coming from everywhere, right? We have so many funnels out there grabbing people and bringing them in. We found it's tough because some people come in one direction and they come in and, and they, they, they don't understand anything about funnels or marketing. They come in, they create a ClickFunnels account because they think it's exciting. And then they, they're in there for a day or two and they're like, I don't know, this doesn't make any sense. What's Russell talking about? Why is he so excited? And then they just leave. Other people come in and they go through this training and this training and this training. And they show up, they get a ClickFunnels account and they understand that they got the context. They understand our language and all those things. And because of that, they stay for five years and they make millions of dollars, right? And so I was like, how do we, like, how do we get everybody indoctrinated so they understand our language so that they, they become our dream customers? How do we take all the cold, hard masses and bring them to a spot where we can take them through a step-by-step process that helps develop them into our dream customers so on the backside of it now, we can actually serve them. And we can take them to the next level. And so um, I had a couple of friends doing this. The first was Natasha Hazlett. She was the first one who I ever saw kind of really pioneered this. And she spoke at last year's Funnel Live showing the whole model. It was amazing. Uh, and she had one of her clients, Christy Code Red, who spoke Funnel Live showing their challenge uh, funnel as well. Uh, Garrett White launched one about the same time. And I funnel hacked his like 2,500 times. A whole bunch of other things and, and got really good at just, just these challenge funnels. And so last year we did a test with ClickFunnels. We said, okay, let's do our first challenge funnel. We launched it. We got a ton of you guys in here. Hopefully, have you guys gone through the challenge funnel? Okay, if you've done the, 30, uh, the one funnel away challenge down in the comments below, like, tell me, like, yes, it was amazing. Yes, I did it. Whatever it is, tell us, tell us about it. But um, we did the first challenge. We tested it. It was last year about this time. Took a huge group of people through, did the challenge, and, um, and then we kind of waited. We waited for, I don't know, four or five months before we did it again. And we just started watching the stats. And I looked at how much was the person who went through the challenge funnel worth to us long term? right, through the rest of the value ladder. And by taking people through this, this, this challenge that helped take the cold hard mashes, masses, helped them to understand our language, our vocabulary, the core things like how to build an offer, what's hook story, like hook story offer, how do you, how do you build an offer, how do you create a product, like, like how do you drive traffic, how do you create videos, like how do you tell a story, like all the core things that they need to be successful. We taught all those things in a chronological order. At the end of it, they end, and also now they're running on their ClickFunnels journey. Um, a couple of things. Number one is that their success rate on the backside was so much higher than any other thing we've done prior to that. Number two is they became more compliant customers. They understood us better. They understood how to use the software. They didn't ask. I mean, right now, the biggest problem we have with ClickFunnels customer support is people who are asking questions about software because they don't understand the core fundamentals of, of a funnel, right? They, like, they're trying to figure out, like, how do I do this? It's like, that's, that's not a funnel. That'd be like, a, that'd be like a, an e-commerce, right? This is how you, like, you have to strategically think about things, different, right? So customer support dropped down dramatically because they understood the core fundamentals of funnel building, right? Number three is that um, some people don't like me. They don't like my style. Like, I talk too fast or I mumble too much or maybe they, whatever. And the people who like just weren't good fits for us, our culture, our community, like they left and they went away. Okay, they, they went through 30 days and they're like, this guy is annoying and they took off. Okay, and then our raving fans were developed and created and they became better customers. Okay, and we looked at the lifetime value of those people over the next four, five, six months. It was, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but dramatically, insanely higher. Okay, and, um, and then, so we got so excited, we started doing it like once a month, we started doing a challenge, or once every six weeks, we do a challenge. And the same kind of thing happened. And when it's like every month, we started doing it. And, every, and right now, we have every other week, a new challenge is launching. We have whole teams now doing the challenges, but um, it's one of the most powerful things we've added to our company at ClickFunnels. And it's just something that I think all of you guys should be looking at. Like, how do you, how can you incorporate a challenge into what you're doing? Especially at the beginning um, tiers of your value ladder, right? Like, look at, if you look at my value ladder, when someone comes into this, if you notice, like when I showed you guys the, um, the, uh, the Summit Funnels, right? The Summit Funnels, what's the upsell? Our challenge. Okay, our book. Someone buys our book, what's the upsell? The challenge. Like everything we're pushing people to is through a challenge. If they buy a book funnel here, I take a book funnel and then I take them through the challenge funnel. Because if I can get someone to go through the challenge funnel, their likelihood of success and everything else in the value ladder dramatically goes up. Okay, and so um, I think everybody, if you can figure out, like, how can you do a challenge? I see people now doing challenges for e-commerce products as well. Like how to use our product line to be able to get this result. Okay, so the best way to do a challenge is like, is, like, here's a good result, right? So for ours, it's like how to build your first or your next funnel in the next 30 days. Okay, uh, I'll show some other ones, but like Christy Code Red, how to lose your, your, your first or your next 10 pounds. Like something very tangible that people can look at and get excited by. Okay, so here's what a challenge funnel looks like the pages, okay? Um, it's very similar to the other uh, unboxing funnels you've seen before. 
Um, but instead, what the offer is selling is an actual challenge, order form up, upsells, upsells, Nike page. Okay, so again, the framework's very similar. The art we're weaving into these pages is a little bit different. Okay, all right, so this is, uh, this is Natasha Hazel. She's the one who kind of invented this model. This is her, um, her challenge funnel. So she wrote a book called Unstoppable Influence, and she actually launched a book funnel initially and just didn't have a ton of success. It wasn't like making enough money to, to be profitable on Facebook ads. And so she said, what if instead of selling the book, we create a challenge? I think at the time it was 47 bucks for the challenge, and we give the book for free. And so she put this thing together, she launched it, and ended up selling her book completely out. And then they're like buying more copies of the book and doing more challenges, and she's the one that's really kind of defined and created so much of this stuff. But this is her challenge page, okay? And you see her 21-day challenge to becoming a fearless influencer that you were meant to be. So people go through that challenge. Then the order form bump, then she upsells... Um, uh, the digital audio versions of the, of the book. See, that is the order form bump. Then you move to upsell number one. Upsell number one, she sells her accountability coaching for an extra $67. And then upsell number two, um, they sell the Unstoppable Journal and the Unstoppable Workbook. Okay? So that's kind of how her, her challenge funnel looks. Okay? There's the, the pages. We see how it works. The front page there is, here's the challenge. It's going to be a 30-day live thing. Come through it. Boom, there's the audiobook version. Okay, it's a tic tac offer. Like, hey, you bought the book. Do you want the audiobook version? Yes. Boom, easy tic tac offer. Then the next logical thing you're going through this challenge. Do you want personal accountability? The next logical thing, like, oh, yeah, I would actually love this personal accountability. Cool. That's the next logical thing. It's like, hey, do you want the journal and the workbook to go with the training? Like, oh, that's the next logical thing. That makes a lot of sense. Okay, so you see how, you see how her, her, the sequencing of her offers, how it works. As you guys start buying things in the future, I hope you start watching this. Like, when you buy any product, like, slow down. And watch, like, how are they doing the sequencing? What's the product? What's the order form bump? What's the downsell? What's the upsell? What's the logical thing? Like, how's it going? And, like, the more you start watching this, the more you start noticing it. And you, I guarantee you'll be able to look at funnels and be like, that upsell made no sense because it didn't logically connect to the last thing I just bought. I guarantee the conversion rates are low. And you'd be right. Okay? Or you'd be like, oh, my gosh, like, that makes perfect sense. That's the next logical thing I need. To, like, I bet this one's crushing it. And you're probably going to be right. Okay? Um, the more you start understanding these core fundamental principles, they're not complicated. It's just logical sense. You can start seeing these things over and over again. And you're like, oh, my gosh. Like, you can start becoming a funnel consultant because you'll see, like, what's right, what's wrong. And as you create your own funnels, you'll know exactly what to do. Okay? All right, this is Christy Coreds challenge. This is one of Tasha's students. She also worked at Funnel Hacking Live last year. She's awesome. Uh, it's a 10-pound takedown, how to lose your first, your next 10 pounds. That was the challenge. Um, from there, um, she's got an order form bump. I can't see close enough. Uh, uh, but she got an order form bump on there. And from there, she's got her um, one-time offer for her whole kit uh, with water bottles and stuff like that. And then from there is the next thing, okay? But again, same structure, just different art, different offers, different things she plugged in. Okay, when she was trying to figure out what is her offer going to be, she had her offer potential palace, and it was a little different than Natasha's. She's like, oh, I want to put this in there, and this in there, and this in there. Okay, and mine's a little different. Okay, if you look at mine, here's my challenge. Okay, our 30 day, our, our one funnel away challenge. How to launch your first or your next funnel online. Okay, boom, there's number one is the challenge we're selling. Then from here, we upsell um, the funnel audibles training course. Okay, like, hey, you're creating a funnel. If it fails, do you want to be aware of it? Like, like do you want to know how to fix it? Like, yes, boom, tic tac offer. Okay, I'm building a funnel. What if it fails? Here's how to fix a failing funnel. Boom, there's a funnel audible's offer. And then from there, it's like, hey, I've got, I've got a challenge. I've got a funnel. What's the next logical thing I need? Oh, you need traffic. Here's the traffic secrets training course. Boom. Okay, and again, I only have one upsell on here. I could do two. I could do down. So I could do different variations, but I just made, like, that's it for this funnel, and it's profitable for us. Okay, so I kept it at just less, less upsells. You don't always have to have two upsells or one up. Like, again, this is, this is the art and the science. For this one, we had one product, order form bump, and one upsell, and that's it. Okay, um, so you can do that as well. Okay, but that's a challenge funnel. You see how it works? It takes all the cold, hard masses. They come through here and they go through the challenge. Now, there's a lot of ways you can fulfill your challenge funnel. You guys have seen ours. When someone comes in, it's a 30-day training. They get a video from me every single day talking about the high-level strategy. And they get a video from, um, from Julie Story talking about the tactical step-by-steps how to do something. And they get Stephen Larson who comes in who helps to clarify things and give you the push and the butt you need to get to the next level. Okay, and every single day there's a live uh, element of that that's coming live inside of our Facebook group. There's a community, a whole bunch of stuff. Right now we, get over, um, we do a challenge every two weeks. And every two weeks, we get anywhere from 1,000 to 2,000 people who are coming through these challenges just consistently, and it's always happening, and it's developing and creating our highest-level customers who then come into the next step of our value ladder, and they're more successful, they have more fun, they have more success, they're easier to work with, they have lower customer support, they understand the core fundamentals, they're able to pick things up faster. Like so many good things happen when somebody goes through a challenge funnel like that. So my question for you to start thinking through is, like, if challenge funnel is the thing you're going to be focusing on at first, like, what's the... What's the, what's the end result you can get for someone? How can you craft something, create something that develops and designs your dream customers for you? Okay? All right. So that's pretty awesome stuff, you guys. Okay. So that is the three types of unboxing funnels. Book funnels, cart funnels, and challenge funnels.
Now, tomorrow's, uh, the next session, we're going to be going into presentation funnels. Okay, so this is the opposite. I told you guys um, earlier here, back here, I talked about, here's the offer, and now we're going to split, we tip this over, and we're going to break it into, here's the, the first page, here's order four bump, here's upsell one, upsell two. This time, we're going to switch it around, we're, we're going to put it all into a presentation and sell this whole offer at once. How do we sell a $500, or $1,000, or $2,000, or $5,000 version all through a single presentation? And there's three types of presentation funnels, oh, three and a half, that I love. Number one is the video sales letter funnel. I'm going to show you guys the intricacies behind how that works. Number two is the webinar funnel. And then two and a half is an auto webinar funnel. There's some differences between those. And then number three is a product launch funnel. I'm going to show you guys how they work and how you weave your presentations into those funnel structures and those funnel frameworks as well. You've been listening to one of our gold members-only podcasts. Make sure you upgrade and become a diamond member and get access to the diamond members-only podcast as well. On top of that, you also get access to the whole enchilada with all of Dan's courses and so much more. So make sure you upgrade to diamond now by going to diamondupgrade.com.